0: Welcome back in, Brady Farkas show right here on WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. It is Thursday, 545-ish, so that means it's time for us to talk as we do every week at this time with our guy from WBZ News Radio in Boston, Adam Kaufman. Adam, how are you, man? You know, sports are, we're, we're in full swing, bud. We got, uh, you know,
1: obviously Bruins playoffs are coming matter of days. You got the Red Sox, they're struggling a little bit, but still the top team in the East, at least in the standings, the Celtics. I mean, no shortage of things to talk about, regardless of how you feel about their play on the floor. And, you know, even uh, in addition to the Revs being at it, the Patriots, we got the schedule out. We can we can go
0: anywhere. I know I'm 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 disappointed in myself because when we made our agreement for you to come on, I said, hey, we'll have you on through the whole Celtics season. And I was like, oh, that'll be in the mid late June. And now I feel like this might be one of our last two talks or something because things don't look so good for the season. It's grim right now, uh, you know, more grim,
1: obviously, than uh, the timeline that we have for each other. It is yeah. just it's not a, it's not a good situation for the Celtics right now. There are a lot more questions than there are answers. Danny Ainge, I, I heard on the radio earlier today, but really wasn't tipping his hand in in any notable regard. Really, the biggest takeaways would be the even bigger question of, OK, so what are you going to do? Because he made yeah. it very clear that Brad Stevens is not the problem. He's not going anywhere. Even asked about Marcus Smart, who's really one of his very few trade chips. if you consider guys that are not, you know, that that could realistically be on the move. Because, like, Jason Tatum's not going anywhere. Jalen Brown's not going anywhere. So where do you go from there? You obviously look at, you know, probably your most tradable asset is Marcus Smart. And, uh, you know, Danny said that And I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said he's our heart and soul. Like, you know, we have bigger problems than we do. Marcus Smart, we have bigger problems than we do any of our best players. I don't think any of them are the uh, the real issue here. So it's like, all right, well, uh, what's the problem? I mean, they're either your players are, are tuning out the coach, which is a problem. The coach isn't getting the most out of them. That's a problem. Or you don't have the right players in the mix. Like this is this is a bigger deal than just we got to come up with a, a better bench to account for the fact that this team underachieved so massively this year, even beyond obviously injuries and uh, the COVID situation.
0: Everybody's lining up now to take their shots at the Celtics. So Kendrick Perkins was on ESPN this morning and said that. They should move Marcus Smart, and that Jalen yep. Brown is actually the heart and soul of the team. Like, do you buy that Jalen Brown's really the 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 thing that holds everything together?
1: I don't know that I buy that he's the thing that holds everyone together, and more so, you know, any more so than I do Marcus Smart. You know, they're both vets at this point. You know, Brown a, a slightly younger vet, but they're both vets. You know, they've they've been around. It's it's certainly more brown and tatum's team than it is smart don't get me wrong but i I still think if there were kind of a de facto captain that's more marcus smart to me in terms of being the the vocal leader you know a a guy that that does bring some kind of that that tasmanian devil like energy when he's available and out there on the floor you just you know jason or jalen brown there's there's Nothing wrong with the player, man. I mean, he had a yeah. great year, and and it would have been really exciting to see him in a postseason, obviously uh, once again after you know doing what he's done the last couple of years. But you know, is is he necessarily the guy that is going to be the team, the the guy that gets everyone to fall in line? We just haven't really seen it yet. Doesn't mean he can't be that guy. Doesn't mean he won't be that guy. But to this point, he's much more. Kind of like Tatum, you know, the lead by example, Uh, he is more vocal than Tatum in that, you know, he says a lot of the right things. But there are just only whether it's Brown or Tatum or Smart or Walker or, you know, any number of guys this year, there are only so many times you can hear the same. We've got to be better. we got to stop pouting. We just we got to stop talking about it and just go out and do it while they spent the entire season talking about it and not doing it. Yeah. And Brown, it's again, this isn't singularly on him. By any stretch, he was an all-star. He had a fantastic year. But he was no more the guy than Marcus Smart or anybody else to lift them to that next level. If nothing else, they just consistently underachieved.
0: Adam Kaufman, WBZ News Radio in Boston with us here on the Brady Farkas Show, as he is every Thursday on WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. Mike Greenberg took a shot at the Celtics also and said that their problem was – they tried to create an NFL team, basically, and that they had all these draft picks and they used them all and thought that that was going to be their key. And he so they just ended up with a bunch of good players and no stars. And I pushed back on that. Like <clears throat> they tried to get Gordon Hayward and it didn't work. They tried to get Kyrie Irving and it didn't work. And I guess short of mortgaging everything for Anthony Davis, like what more really was them for was there for them to do Adam?
1: Yeah, I think that's a dumb take. There's uh it, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, look at how many teams have successful successfully built through the draft, you know, yeah. in, in the NBA. I mean, obviously you could look at what the Spurs did and, and that was sustainable for you know, kind of Patriots-like. It was a couple decades. The Warriors, in in many ways, built through the draft, and I know they eventually added Kevin Durant in free agency, but they were a championship team before they added him. So, you know, that, that rebuild was completed. He just took them to yet another level. There's nothing wrong with building through the draft if you're able to nail your picks, you know, get the right guys. And you know, Robert Williams, if if he could stay on the floor, looks like Danny Ainge nailed that pick. I think Mm -hmm. this year's draft was very good for him. I think Aaron Neesmith has shown later, you know, in the season here that he can play and that that he's a he's a piece. He's he's a chip. You know, I, I think that Peyton Pritchard, yes, he has a ceiling, but I think he can play. I mean if you want to say like well, Shembi Ojole or, or Grant Williams, uh, you know, juries out on Romeo Langford. Like, you're not going to hit them all. It just doesn't yeah. work that way. In the end. nobody, unless you're like RC Buford and Buford, maybe, maybe, you know, ha- has like the highest winning <laughs> percentage, so to speak, when it comes to nailing draft picks. You're not going to hit them all. And and to your point, it's not like Danny has just been like, you know, we 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 had that Nets trade. And and by the way, like, are, are we are we done talking about the fact that he? That he successfully drafted Jason Tatum and Jalen yeah, Brown right. like, is, is that is that no longer a thing that doesn't matter anymore when when he could have you know just as easily picked wrong you know it, it yeah. like what if he took like Fultz what if he took Fultz what if he took Fultz what if he took um you know the uh, who's the kid out of Providence that that I can't even think Chris of Dunn. Yeah, what if he took Chris Dunn in the Jalen Dr- Brown draft, as a lot of people, or or Dragon Bender, like you know, like what, as a lot of people were thinking, yeah. Danny wanted to do at the time, at least in the you know prior to like just the few days leading up to the draft. I mean, Danny could not have gotten those picks wrong. How about we credit him for actually getting a couple of all stars and and potential superstars? Some people already put Jason Tatum in that conversation. But going back to your point. You know, they, they made a big trade for Kyrie Irving. It didn't work out. They signed Gordon Hayward in free agency. It didn't work out. You know, there, there's some... The Celtics have had, and, and this is not excuse-making. This is just reality. They've had some bad luck along yeah. the way with regard to injuries. You know, I, I think that, you know, like, the the Hayward situation could not have been foreseen in any way. In any way. Kyrie Irving, you could have foreseen to some degree him being a dink, because that was his track record. So, you know, you hope that that you figured this was a, a swing worth taking. Obviously, Isaiah Thomas wasn't part of the long-term plans. You weren't going to pay him what he wanted to be paid, not to mention, obviously, his injury concerns. You took a swing for an all-star, a superstar, top 10, top 15 player in the league that was available, and you hope that you know, he'd come in and and you'd change his ways, didn't pan out. And you know what? He hasn't been on that much better a citizen, you know, in like a a locker room citizen, not obviously like getting into trouble with the law, you know, with Brooklyn. And, you know, and and that's after like going home. He's had points of time where he's just sat out or gone AWOL or whatever else. So, you know, I, I don't fault all of Danny's moves or anything like that. You just can't ignore, obviously, that over the last, handful of years almost not quite that long some things just have not worked out in their favor so where do they go from here honestly I don't know and I'm not sure he
0: does either Adam Coffin WBZ News Radio in Boston with us here on the Brady Farkas show let's move to the Patriots something a lot more optimistic right now schedule release yesterday I just spent time chronicling what's good and bad about the schedule I, I think the Pats 10 and 7 11 and 6 playoff berth and the chance to win a game or two in the playoffs how do you see it
1: that's where I've got them. I think they're in that 10 to 12 range, right? Like you said, and 11 feels right. It, it really does. You know, I'm not one of those people, I don't know about you, that that gets excited about schedule release day. Like we, we don't already know the opponents. We already know the where. It's just a function of obviously the when. And uh, it's it's nice to see it on paper. I'm not, it, it for me, it's much more the, Oh, cool. And move on. It's not the, you know, the day long reporting and examining leaks and Oh my God, Tom Brady's coming week four. Like, I don't know. I've just never really gotten into that sort of thing, but, uh, it's nice, I guess that, that we finally have it and we can, we can map it out and everyone, you know, can do that, that talk radio show. Uh, here it is go go WRL all the <laughs> way down and we'll, we'll count at the end. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I just think that you know, their biggest question, as we know, is the quarterback position. Will Cam Newton uh, be what he was the first two, three weeks before COVID last year after, uh, you know, a full off season and training with his new teammates and old teammates and, you know, further understanding of the system and being fully healthy and putting his best foot forward, not joining right before the season. And, you know, during in the midst of the height of a pandemic and all those things, or is it not going to work out and and you take a look at what you got at number 15 there in Mac Jones. Uh, I am of the belief much as Bill has said that it's going to be Cam Newton. I think that, you know, for Mac Jones to start coming out of the gate, he would have to be beyond exceptional in the preseason and training camp. And Cam would have to be beyond putrid and awful. Like I think if it's even a coin flip, it's Cam Newton. So, uh, you know, will the leash be relatively short as the season moves along? I don't know. It'll, depend on his play but best case scenario you don't see Mac Jones this year at all beyond garbage time and it's Cam Newton show and they're right back there in the playoffs and challenging the bills for the division and winning like you said 10 11 maybe 12 games
0: I am not a mock draft guy I am not a training camp battles guy I am a schedule release guy I love the schedule release and I think honestly it shapes up really well for Cam because we knew the Pats were going to have in easier schedule by strength of schedule metrics but Mm -hmm. how they were sequenced i think was going to be important to cam and to get three or four games at home to start and the opportunity to be four and one out of your first five i think that's good for cam in terms of trying to hold on to the job so i was excited to see how it would shape up for cam's chances
1: for sure i mean they looking at it they should be barring something going wrong five and two six and one through the first seven games you know, with that loss that everybody's circling against Tom Brady in his return to Foxborough, yeah. you know that that seems to be the given. And then around that, you know, they're either undefeated through seven or there's, you know, one other one that you sprinkle in there. But I, I agree. I mean, I think I think the schedule lines up pretty good for them. And uh, a, a late buy is is nice. Obviously, you don't have uh, that Thanksgiving game. You got a Halloween game. Big deal. Everyone's going to play on Halloween more or less. It's you know, it's yeah. a Sunday. You got a Monday night game uh, later in the year against Buffalo. I think it works out well for the Pats that they can get their footing under them. And both those meetings with the Bills that are, again, their biggest threat for the division, in my eyes anyway, are in that second half of the year and later in the season. So uh, it's good. Now now we see what happens when uh, early September rolls around.
0: Yeah. Adam Kaufman. Adam, we will talk to you next week. I don't know how many more talks we have, but we'll talk again next week.
1: Look forward to it.